guys, it's me, Kat Donano, back with another episode of Cat Calls. I am running this one solo. Sorry about the little skip last week, you know, we need a little week off, a little break, but we are back and better than ever. I am exhausted. I had the most exhausting weekend that I barely made it through. So I went with uh, my girl Lauren, who has been on, you know Lauren, she's been on a couple episodes. Um, me and her went to the military ball in Georgia. So her boyfriend is a military ranger and I went with one of his friends. Very fun. You know, I love getting dressed up, getting all decked out and drinking and having a good night. That was Friday night. Had a great time. Then of course, Saturday, you got to get up, go to a brewery, drink all day. It was, it was a tough one for me. I wasn't making it through well. Barely made it through to Saturday night until I got forced out to go into Auburn. And I was just dead all Sunday. And I'm still dead now. Still recovering. But it's okay because the weather has finally decided to warm up in Tuscaloosa. I'm seeing some 80 degrees, which means I'm going to get a nice tan in the sun. And I just, ugh, I can't wait for the sun. And I can't wait for spring break. So I can relax a little bit. But... I am really excited for today's episode. So today, I want to talk about what's going on with women in marriage these days. I don't really know what to call a topic, but we're going to keep it with that. So I just think it's so interesting how different people are with marriage now and their choices. And not that there's anything wrong with any of the choices, but I do feel like sometimes you can get in a little over your head and not realize what you're getting yourself into. So yeah, today I'm talking about all women in marriage. I feel like this is a little bit heightened for me right now at a young age because I'm down south and everyone gets married so early down here. It's like senior year of college and you see people are getting proposed to. I never thought that at this stage, this age in my life, I would be seeing, you know, those around me like coming up on and during the marriage phase in their life in a few years. And it just blows my mind because that's just not what I was used to. What I was exposed to is like people getting married so young, but it's just like a common thing down here. Like people are just getting married right after college. It's like, damn, we're on a clock. Tick, tick. We got to find someone in two years. I think that's awesome for you if you totally believe that you found someone that you love, the love of your life, and you're happy. But see, for me, I've got things to do first. I need another solid, like, seven to nine years. Honestly, who knows what's going to happen. I could get married in four years. I could get married in ten years. I don't really care. I'm. It, it's not, like, marriage is, like, the eighth, like, checkbox on my list of things to do, major things to do in life, and... I'll get there and it'll be awesome when I do and I'm ready to have a family at that point. But like right now, I don't need to get married. Like I said, I've got things to do, bitch. (laughs) I can wait. I want to be able to go around and travel. Bro, I go to school in Alabama and I'm from Massachusetts and I'm going to school in Italy next year. Like, we don't know where I'm going to end up. I will move literally anywhere in the world, anywhere in the country. Um, I need to work on my job. I want to be able to make, hopefully a lot, but enough money to support myself in the life that I want to live without having to rely on anyone else. Like, I just want to figure out my shit first and do that so that when I go into a marriage, it'll, I feel like it'll be better if we're both, like, at that stage in our life and, you know, we got our, you know, our shit together. 
All of our ducklings are in a line. Do you get what I'm saying? Plus, I want to meet as many people as I can in the world. There's just so many things that could happen. I mean, who knows? Maybe I'll meet my husband next year in Italy. But we'll see. So why should you be careful with relying on men for money? Well, you can't fucking trust men. A lot of them. I'm not trying to put a rain on your parade, nice boys, good guys out there, because you guys are great, but there's a lot, a lot of men out there that are just assholes, to say the least. Women need to think more into the future about what they are doing if they marry super young, and money is a big reason to why they're marrying this person, so you're young, you don't really want to work, maybe, maybe even you do work, but you're not making a ton of money, and you may meet an older person, or even someone that's closer to the same age as you, but a lot of times it's like an older guy, and they're making a fuck ton of money, and if you get married to them, you're gonna have a luxurious life. Seems pretty cool, right? I mean, let's be honest, a lot of women these days are marrying for money like that and no judgment passing do your shit girl but just be smart with it having money is something that makes a person extremely manipulative no i'm not saying everyone who has money is going to be manipulative but it's easy to get into that good old rigmarole so you could end up with a guy who he's just not good to you and you don't want to be with him anymore and he's going to manipulate you because he has the money and what are you going to do without his money if you don't have any money because you decided that you were just going to live on him, off of him. So be careful with it. Really think into your future and be like, let's think about all the logistics here with what I'm doing. It's okay to make your choices, do what you want to do, but think about it because it might bite you in the ass in the future. And there's a lot of people out there with money. At least try and find one that's nice and one that's not an asshole and that's going to manipulate you with it, right? But the question is, is do you want to be living like that? Don't get stuck. They will probably manipulate you to try and stay stuck because they don't want you to leave either, but don't get stuck. You can leave. You can do whatever you want. It's going to be hard because, hey, maybe you don't have a job and it's later on in life. You know, you're going to have to work hard to get it back together to either start making your own money or figure out a way to leave him and get money or, you know, find a new person that's nice. But just try to warn you of all of these things in the future that could happen. So here's something that, you know, I kind of want to live by. Making more money than your husband. Female power move. Maybe he can be the stay-at-home dad and the sexy trophy husband. There's no reason that a female can't be making the big bucks in the family. And the dad is, the husband is the stay-at-home dad with the kids. And honestly, like, I low-key wouldn't even mind that. Like, if I could go out and do my job and make money and obviously... I want to be able to raise my kids in a great house and I want to be there for them. It's going to be hard to get them everywhere and do everything they need to do that I want to give them without someone who is going to be able to help me out with that. And if I'm married to someone that has a fucking crazy ass job too, then, you know, I don't want to leave the kids with a babysitter. Not that there's anything wrong with that, but I'm trying to think in a good way here. So I'm like, maybe I should marry a trophy husband. So they can always have their daddy at home with them 
well, mommy is out and making all the money. Um, just a thought, just a thought. I mean, obviously, like, I'm not complaining. I would marry someone who is rich. That would be fantastic. But it's not the end of the world if you don't. Like I said, female empowerment move. Don't let your husband's job hold you back from your career also. I don't know. I've just been watching Grey's Anatomy, and I'm at the part where Derek got that new job in, like, New York City or Washington, D.C. or whatever, and Meredith's in Seattle, and she's like, I'm not leaving my job and ruining my whole, and ruining, sorry, changing my whole life because you have a new job. What about my job? So just, yours is just as important, ladies. So I realized that a lot of people don't think the same way that I do. People think that you have to search for people, but I feel like when you're looking for something, you're never going to find it. You have to let it hit you in the face at a certain point in your life. When you're ready, it's meant to be. Stop worrying about finding love and marriage, like, and freaking out about doing it. Just find yourself and be yourself and it will come to you. If all you focus on and search for is someone to marry, you're literally not going to find them. You're not going to find them because it's going to hit you so randomly. You're going to meet them so randomly or maybe it's going to be someone you already know. But stop focusing your mind on that. You're not just going to magically meet your husband when you turn 22 years old because everyone gets married between the ages of 22 and 24, bro. Some people don't get married till they're 40 or 50. You're not on a clock. I understand there's a little bit of a clock, but you have some more leeway than you think you do. You could meet someone anywhere in the world. You could be bumping into someone on an airplane. What makes you think that they're in your college town? What makes you think that the love of your life out of all the billions of people in the world, you need to search extra hard at the local bar to find your husband? Just let it happen. Just let them, let the world take you to where it does and take that other person to where they take them and you guys meet together sorry that was like really horrible anguish of me trying to put together that sentence but focus on yourself and getting where you want to be so you're not a fucking mess when it's time to get married I always feel like I read about this like level of like stand not standards with each other but it's like being on the same level like with yourself and being able to sustain yourself because a relationship isn't good when one person like needs the other person you want to both be able to live your lives normally and healthily without each other but together it's even better you're like an accessory to each other you don't need each other now obviously I mean going into a marriage early can be nice if you have like good money and you're living in a nice and suitable place and honestly I always would love to be the young hot mom. See, I don't want to have babies for a long time. I'm not even ready to start thinking about kids. I already explained I'm not ready to even start thinking about marriage yet. But I always think it would be dope to be like 25 years old with a little baby. Like the hot milf. That would be awesome. But that won't be me. But you sexy girls out there that are getting married early, that's cool. You're going to be the sexy milf. I just need to like reinstate this again. I'm not trying to make anyone feel bad and that it's wrong to get married early. I'm just sharing my view of it and the things that I muster up in my brain, okay? I just need to remind everyone that getting married doesn't make you accomplished. Now, yes, I'm sounding a little confusing right now. Yes, it can be an accomplishment. It's an accomplishment for most people. But just by getting married, it doesn't all of a sudden mean that, like, your life is together and everything's cohesive and you got your ducklings in a line and your shit is together and it's happy, happily ever after. 
that it's not always like that when people get married. So don't rush it just to say that you got married if it's not actually gonna be that happily ever after type thing. Is it worth it to get married if everything goes to shit? Unless you really are ready, don't force it. Take your damn time. You have your entire life ahead of you. You don't know who you're going to meet, and you can have many loves in one lifetime. I know people don't like to think about that, but divorce is a thing. Death is a thing. Three-way marriages are a thing. I know so many people who have had older grandparents, aunts, uncles, my friend's parents that have had more than one love in a lifetime, and I honestly think it's quite a beautiful thing. I love the interconnecting families. I think it's really cute. I live now with my stepdad, and it's my family and his family, and it's honestly, it's a great dynamic when you meet people new and it gets around. So yeah, it's not always the worst thing either to have more than one love in your life. Now with all this young marriage talk, a lot of times young marriage leads from you know, the lovebirds from high school that have been together forever and that they've only been with each other. I totally believe in that shit. Some people are just lovebirds. They meet each other in high school and they are meant to be. But I'm just reminding you, you don't know what's out there. The first love of your life isn't going to be for the rest of your life. I was just explaining how you can have many loves in your life. You don't know what's going to happen. You don't know what that, what's out there. When you're with someone and you're only with them, that's all you're used to. And You have no idea how happy someone else can make you or how much you might enjoy being alone for a little bit. So just keep that in the back of your mind if you've been only with one person forever and you're thinking, hey, maybe I should change things up. If it's meant to be, it's meant to be. You can come back together. If you ever thought about taking a break, maybe take it. The world has an interesting way of leading people back to each other and leading certain people to meet each other and I don't know how it all works. I don't know what you believe in. You can believe in what you want and you can make the choices you want. But the only thing you can do to change it is think about it before and what the possible outcomes or your choices are. So with all this marriage and husband talk we got going on here today, let's take a moment to talk about the men that turn out to be shitty dads. Thus, creating daddy issues. This could be mommy issues as well. And it can also, it's not only for girls, it affects the boys too. But really, one of my favorite topics. (laughs) I just love it. There is a hole, a missing piece in the brain of the girls that live with daddy issues. Girls with daddy issues might be a little cray cray, but it's not their fault. They have PTSD, can't help it, I mean, That's just how they were brought up, and it affected them. Because your father is such an important figure to look up to. And when you got a shitty dad as a female, you were missing that, that level of, like, fatherly protection and a father figure in your life. So it kind of fucks with you. A lot of times, uh, these girls have some serious fucking trust issues with men because of their father. Um, Their dad was doing shit their whole life to them, and, you know, if you can't trust your own fucking father, how are you going to trust some random-ass teenage-slash-college boy? No. Gonna have some trust issues. But girlies, fellow females who struggle from daddy issues, you can't 
let it alter your perspective of a man in a relationship. Listen, I get it. I've dealt with daddy issues my entire life. And it sucks. And it is definitely reasonable to have some PTSD and, and some issues with men from it. But you can't let it control your relationship perspective. Have you ever heard that you end up marrying someone that is a lot like your father? So like the girls whose dads went out and heated their car up for them in the morning before school, they were treated like fucking princesses. So they're probably not going to let a man absolutely shit on them and be horrible to them. It's a lot less likely. But the girls who grew up with daddy issues, their dad's not a good guy, they're used to being treated like shit by a man, so you can easily get like caught into relationships with a man very similar because that's just what you're used to. You're used to being treated like that. You don't really know anything else, and it almost feels like comfortable. And you also just like think it's okay because that's how you grew up, but you get you gotta know you deserve to be treated better. And I always hear girls complaining about their awful and sad relationships because their boyfriends are just assholes. They have a shitty boyfriend, but then they won't leave them because they're like, I'm in love, you don't understand. And they blame it on the fact that they have daddy issues and say like, I can't help it, I have daddy issues, I fall in love and I like can't leave this guy even if he's treating me like shit, blah, blah, blah. That is not an excuse. I understand why you might get pulled into the relationship, but if you're saying that you end up with shitty men because you have daddy issues, you have the control over that. Like, you can change that. That is all, it's all your fault. No offense. Like, I understand, like, you could get pulled into this stuff, but you're the only one that can stop it. So stop just living with it. Stop being like, I have daddy issues, so I like to be with men that treat me like shit. Like, no. It's sad, it's really sad that your upbringing and your father caused you to be like that, but you have to work so that you don't fall under the control of another evil man. You will literally be under the control of a man your entire life. Girls with daddy issues, like, need to be reminded, plunge it into their head that they don't deserve to be treated by a man the way that they were. Growing up, they were not treated well by a man, so it's just normal for them. They need to not be pulled into another relationship like that. So my mother did a fantastic job in making sure that I don't ever get into a relationship with an evil man. She told me over and over again, literally drilled it into my brain. She's like, don't ever mess with a man like your father. They can't be manipulative, not controlling. Don't get stuck in a toxic relationship with that kind of a man because, you know, that's what she did and that's who how I grew up and she she always tells me she's like bro like I tried so hard to make it clear to you that you need to be with a nice guy she for years has always told me she's like Catherine you're gonna grow up you work so hard you're gonna get a good job you're gonna make tons of money you do not you're not gonna ever need a man you're gonna marry someone who loves you you're gonna marry a really nice guy you're not gonna need any other money you're gonna be able to pay for all your own expensive clothes and cars and blah 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 so she drilled it into my head like you don't need a fucking man. Don't trust these people. And she also says something, and she still says it to me today. She says, get someone who dotes on you. I mean, why wouldn't 
you want a man that is absolutely head over fucking heels for you. So my father, asshole, my stepdad, arguably one of the nicest. He's just such a good guy. Such a good guy. I don't even understand how he like puts up with us. And honestly, her getting with him was a really getting with him. <laughs> Sorry. Remarried. I don't know. They're not remarried. Moving in with him, whatever. He's my stepdad, but he's not. Was a very great example of what a man should treat a woman like and what a healthy relationship should be like. So now she's always telling me, she's like, you got to find a man like David. Get a man that dotes on you. And and that's what I'm looking for. So if you want to dote on me, hit me up. Slide into the DMs. Catherine G. Donato. She really forced me and made me understand how I deserve to be treated by a man. Because for years, we just, like, lived in this dark cloud over my old house with the way the dynamic was of my old family. And it is not like that at all anymore. But had she never, you know, pushed that on me and she never got herself out of that situation... I very easily could end up with a boy who is not fucking nice to me at all. All right, so this is something that I have literally never heard anyone talk about, and I was thinking about it. But boys have daddy issues and mommy issues too. So obviously they can be similar to girls with daddy issues because growing up with an evil and manipulative father, they're used to being treated like shit. So they may end up with a total bitch of a woman that is controlling and uses the man. But boys with these issues, the mommy and daddy issues, also express it in another way as well. A lot of times when a male, especially, you know, the older sibling ones, um, they grew up in a house with a shitty mom or shitty dad. From an early age, they have to step up as a parent figure for their family and their younger siblings, which is a damn hard job to do when you're not actually an adult. And when you're a kid and you have all of that responsibility, it changes you, it matures you extremely fast beyond your years. Um, So from a young age, you learn to do literally anything and drop anything from your family that you love because you gotta help out, you're the big brother. Well, these boys that end up with the wrong woman, not so nice of a woman, end up bending over backwards for them and doing absolutely everything for that woman when she does not reciprocate. Do you understand what I'm saying? Have you ever seen those dads, those awesome fucking dads that are running around driving their kids everywhere, doing everything for their kids, working, cooking, blah, blah, this, that. And the wife just fucking, like, sits there and gets her nails done and, like, doesn't do shit. And is rude. Yeah, that stuff happens. Man, a relationship is two ways. You can't do everything for a female. Even if you want to, it's unfair to you. And... She's not putting any effort back into it. Why would you want to do all of that for someone that just isn't giving shit? I remember one of my brothers, 
had this rude ass girlfriend. It was, this was when he was like in high school or something. And she always controlled him. And he was always so nice. And he was literally running in fucking circles for this bitch. When he shouldn't have been. I understand you want to please your girl, you want to make her happy, but bro, why are you wasting your time doing that if she's not giving it back to you? Come on, men. Know your worth, kings. Know your worth, because women are bitches too. I know I talked a lot about evil men, but women can be evil too. Make sure the love is equal. I said this before, but I'm going to say it again, and I'm probably going to say it a hundred more times. Your relationship is an accessory to you. You shouldn't have to heavily, heavily depend on each other. You should be able to live your life fine without each other and your life just becomes better and better because you're in it together. Okay, well, that is all I have for you cat koalas today. Um, everyone go follow my Instagram, Catherine G. Donano, if you don't already. Follow the fitness Instagram, Fit Kitty Girl. If you ever want me to talk about anything specific or, you know, just shoot me a DM. Shoot me a message. Shoot me an email. Send me a letter. Carrier pigeon. But yeah, that is all that I have for you guys today. Um, have a fantastic week and I hope you guys prosper and thrive. Be safe. Make a choices. Peace out, baby.